Hey y'all, welcome back to the podcast, Girl What Crossover. We are your incredible hosts. My name is Sir Real Camille, aka Camille Eon. And I'm Danielle, aka Danielle Denise, aka your favorite uh, OnlyFans girl. Ooh, the OF fam, you better work. Yes. And we're here, we're bringing y'all season, uh, what? Seasoning. We're bringing y'all... <laughs> <laughs> we're bringing y'all some spice, baby. Uh, we're bringing you our recap of uh, season one, episode two of ABC's Abbott Elementary, or as Danielle likes to call it, Abbott, Abbott Kinney, Kinney Elementary. Uh, which I, I, I'm, I should, you know, I keep thinking it's a movie. I keep thinking there's a movie or like a Beatles album called Abbott Kinney. Abbey Road. Here we go. Abbey Road. Okay. Yeah. Look at you. Abbey Road culture culture someone's culture (laughs) yes it's not abbott kenny at all it has nothing to do with venice beach or that street but i just i don't know my mind keeps doing it It you got the la brain i know it's disgusting (laughs) from here (laughs) it's disgusting this ain't my house (laughs) this ain't my house well, this is, I, I realized while we were getting prepped, uh, this is our first recording in 2022, I believe. Oh, it sure is. Happy New Year, baby. Happy New Year, my love. How is 22 treating you so far? We're, we're recording this, what, six days in? <clears throat> yeah, One year days. since that uh, insurrection at the Capitol. Let's not forget that, but that's not what we're talking about. Mm, um, I saw that on you? TV. I'm well. Um, as you may know, my challenge is almost done. I talked about this last time. So Saturday is the big day. That's like the last and final day. So Whoa. If I don't fuck it up, I, I actually completed a full challenge for the first time ever in my life. <laughs> how, how many days was it? 75. 75 motherfucking days. Well done. Yes. Well done. Thank you, boo. It's been a journey. It- Oh my God, that's, and you've been lugging around that jug of water, you've been, you've been reading, you've been working your ass off, like, what's been your, what's been your favorite thing that you've read during this journey? Um, two of the three books that I have read slash are still reading, one was Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, which I bought a long time ago. And all my books were basically books already in my bookshelf and I just never finished. So this challenge of anything gave me a chance to finally read and like comprehend what's happening. Yeah. So the first one was good. It's very much about critical thinking, but also in a way where you tie in meditation to change your habits, which is sometimes our biggest problem because our biggest enemy is ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, oh my god papa 911 jesus yes, 100 so that <laughs> one and essentialism is the one i'm reading now that's very straightforward it's it's self self-help but in a way where it's like question making sure you challenge everything you're doing like if you mm. really want to do it 
like making sure everything you're saying yes to is a for sure yes. If it's not like a for sure yes or it's a maybe, then it's a no. And you need to know how to say no and let people know that it's a no. Like you don't want to do a certain thing or you're just overwhelmed with work already. You have to find ways to be creative and tell people what you want without being um what scared scared to say no or scared yeah. to like displease people to hold, your hold your ground and then just make a decision and stand by that decision take accountability for you know wanting to rest it's okay so it's a good book very insecure season five like make a choice oh. and stick stick to it like literally very much like that's what Issa needed to read <laughs> come so, on shit i need to read that let me i, I, I stop by i read your bookshelf um, yes yes <laughs> essentialism she's essentialism. a good one okay fears mm-hmm. and then how are you doing girl like honestly you you've already spoken about things i'm working on uh, you're talking about how you loved reading about habits i am trying to uh, 180 a few of my habits I am six days going of uh, keto living, and mm. we're out here and we're doing it. Keto, so yes, the meat and cheese diet—I like to call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nix the bread, like again. My, you say your biggest enemy is me. My, I say my biggest enemy is sweets, bitch. Like, oh yeah. I need I need keto to get my ass together, but I'm excited about it. I definitely am. Um, off to a good start this week with uh, some things that I picked up. I'm going to have to go back out for, you know, I'm just going to, I need to keep, I, it's going to be a continuous journey of like researching because mm-hmm. beyond just the, like the diet itself, like it's, I have to look at food differently. Like I have to set aside time to like research what I'm about to eat and make sure it fits my parameters and all that shit and uh, it's been going cute so far i'm into it wow so there's a lot of planning into the diet yeah just because it's not like until i like establish like some some staples for myself with keto like it's going to be a continual process of just like learning because i will get bored with uh specific foods and all that shit so i have to you know be ready to almost like plan shit out in advance and i'm actually thinking about doing some uh, some meal prep streams on uh, Twitch once I end my little hiatus this month. Yeah. And um, I'm going to call them Camille Prep. Camille mm, Prep. Mm. <laughs> Damn, you're creative. Thanks, so Dima. witty. Oh, I'm so annoyed. <laughs> yeah. You stay mad. Stay mad. I mean, I especially because it. it's meal, like meal prep is your shit. I know, and I'm like, the one that really does it. But shit, you came right. up with the fucking name. <laughs> you, said, you just came up here talking oh, shit. Talking <laughs> like, shit. I've been here for 99 years, motherfucker. <laughs> but that's good because honestly, once you get into it, once you're able to find a rhythm, it just really helps you out for the week. Yes. Like, tremendously. You won't. I mean, if you're anything like me, like once you make food that much, you don't want to waste it usually. Absolutely not. You're like, fuck, I spent the money. I spent the time. I got to eat this shit. Now, if it's nasty, it's going to make it harder. But, you know, trial and error, you'll figure it out. (laughs) 100%. I've got some uh, 
a plant-based vegetable protein coming in tomorrow that I'm going to figure out like how to fuck around with that, add it to other things to like, you know, make the meals feel more substantial. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's, it's going to, it's a lot of learning, but I'm excited about it. And I don't know. I just, it's, it's really got me just everything in general. I'm just really coming into this year, starting it with just, so really what you were saying, just scrutinizing what I do, what I put my energy into the thing, like my online presence. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, what is really like serving me, advancing me, moving me in a direction that I want to be moved. So yeah, we're tapping in. We're tapping in. Right. That's very much me as well. Just trying to be intentional. But speaking of diets, I just recently saw someone talk about on their podcast something called the raw meat experience absolutely experience, not experiment i yeah i went to the the podcast <laughs> page or i guess the boys page it's a white dude and wow he's just eating raw meat like raw ground beef raw wagyu beef uh raw milk like raw whole milk and what's raw, raw milk you- like unpasteurized like, <laughs> like unpasteurized i guess i'm sorry whole like the like the thickest form of milk <laughs> oh my god is chet like sipping from an udder what is happening i don't know it it bothers me it makes me so uncomfortable i'm watching it right now like the way he eats the meat like he just has a handful of ground beef and it's just eating it like a block and his like i just is know it's his not good gonna be the first zombies bruh they're gonna they're they're predisposed according to like he's his whole thing is like he had health issues prior to this and he read up i forgot where he said he found it but he read up on this diet of like raw meat versus like raw vegan like raw meat only and since then he claims that everything has changed his health is like 100 percent and this is his life now and i i don't believe it 100 percent. but i've also haven't done the research yeah I, know. yeah I just wonder like how how do how how does our how do our bodies break that down because i ha- i will mm. say i have um my old roommate would like always bring fish home uh at our old apartment because his dad and his uncle were big into fishing and shit mm-hmm. and some of it was sushi grade some of it was not i went to make myself a poke bowl and i used what i was certain was sushi grade sushi it was not sushi grade but i ate that motherfucker raw and i mm. found out later that it was not sushi grade fish but i was fine um okay so i'm That's like good <laughs> yeah yeah right I, I was like "Ooh, the suspense <laughs> right we'll see what happens in the next 24 hours Ooh. but yeah i just don't know what that does to a body like over time or to a human body i mean like did he get a, was he like working his way up to eating raw meat? Like, were you changing your diet steadily? Oh, fucking no. I don't know either. Like, I know you can eat it raw. Like, there's beef tartare. And that's basically raw meat with like a raw cracked egg in the middle of it. But I don't. It, that's the thing with social media, too. I don't know if he's really doing this every fucking day. Like, you can think oh, yeah. he is but me i don't think he is there's no way there's no way to me it just sounds nuts and the taste raw meat is not that good yeah are you happy 
Are you happy? That's another question. This is barbaric. I can't. <laughs> so, I don't know. I've heard of the carn- the carnivorous diet where you eat pretty much only meat, but them motherfuckers be cooking that meat. So, this is not yeah. my gospel, and I don't want it to be. But is, is that what paleo is? Wait, what's paleo? I have no idea. Yeah, there's so many diets. And I've heard there's a caveman diet, and I don't remember what that is either. That's going to be it. just like anything you can plunder, like meat and plants Mm-mm. would cave people eat plants i don't know i don't know either and like if you go to his page the way he eats it it looks like he wants to, th- to throw up on the low but he's not going to because it's a video yeah because fear is not Ooh. a factor for him and you know that's just that's the way that meat cookie crumbles like, he even eats raw cow liver like all right this is i'm i'm through let me stop looking at this like Lady Gaga could be wearing that, you son of a bitch. What are you doing? Yeah, wear the meat. Don't eat it. Come Wrong. on. Make it make it make sense to me. Make it make sense. But yeah, that's that's our updates for today. Mm-hmm. Let's meat dresses and all this other bullshit. Meat dresses, eating meat, reading books, and starting diets. That's what's going on. But yes, let's get into this this abbott elementary abbott kenny elementary yes abbott <laughs> kenny uh we're on season one episode two yes. uh light bulb real straightforward light with the bulb. title real straightforward <laughs> tell me it's the first season of a show without telling me it's the first season of a show right they said no frills <laughs> we're gonna give it to you straight Love it. yes so how does it begin oh wait they're watching let's talk about it in like points of what they're going through the importance of the local news the they are they do really stop to touch on journalism at the very they, beginning of this they do they do watching action news in the teacher's lounge mm-hmm. uh barbara what's your last name barbara hoffman Oh, Howard, Miss Howard. Barbara Howard, Miss Howard, thank you. <laughs> Barbara awful. Howard has a full, like, now I'm a Christian woman moment. And I and love, I my, love husband. my husband. <laughs> <laughs> but she essentially says the newscaster Jim Gardner could get it because she's loving his non regional diction. Mm-hmm. If you she know what she means. Chipotle. Mm-hmm. Right, she loves her some news anchor. Mm hmm. What I loved about that scene, it felt a little nostalgic too, because as a kid growing up, we definitely had the news on while we were getting ready. All so, the time. Yeah. So it felt like, you know, you're trying to stay in the know while rushing to school because you're always late. It's great. It's a good time. So I'd love to know that teachers are doing the same thing on the inside of the school property. <laughs> oh, 100%. I love all of this, like, teachership because like this has been like different angles of my life and like as and and just work in the past like six years for me so just Mm. this whole like the news thing just all their banter their the the dynamic they have with one another it's really it's feeling correct to me oh absolutely right because you know miss howard is watching it for the news anchor uh jacob is over here talking about how important local journalism is nerding out right local journalism and then you have uh 
the janitor coming in talking about, I love when they're watching the news so I can tell them my plans for the day. Because <laughs> he's basically telling everybody, hey, I'm about to go take off work and go fishing. But nobody's paying him no mind, which is perfect. So Not he can like, get all. in and get out. And he's so full of shit. Like, so you're telling me you really need to wait for the news to be on like like you could just as easily not say shit and tell them you so, you said shit at this point so <laughs> this gender is a, like a hilarious little shit stir behind the scenes i i kind of get what he was doing you know it's like saying oh, yeah. well i told y'all you just weren't oh, yeah. hearing me yeah it's great but getting that alibi together getting it together yeah he knows what he knows what's up you mm-hmm. know he's an elderly janitor guy so he's like oh i know what to do I know how to get my way. So that was his escape plan. Exactly. And then just as I noticed that we did not have Janine in the room during this action news moment, uh, they cut to outside of the school where we see uh, Tariq dropping off uh, his girlfriend of 10 years, by the way, uh, at the school. So yeah, uh, Danielle, what did you think of rap god Tariq? Well, I had wrote down Miss T has a Jody ass boyfriend. And I mean like Jody and Yvette from Baby Boy. <laughs> Baby Boy. And Not the it's the Taraji for me. It's the Taraji because the way she got out the car and he just like hopped over the little seat divider that, to sit in the front seat. I was like, oh hell no. The fact that he couldn't <laughs> even get out, get open out. the door, give a hug, give it like child nothing and he's a rapper i was so oh Oh, he's been a rapper since they started dating in high school mama and he is talented and he's viral he's gone viral multiple times Mm. and yeah janine does a whole lot of good girlfriending and ooh, child i hope she i hope she stops yeah, she's got to get out of there. That's worse than Issa and Lawrence in season one, for sure. Absolutely. Get also, the fuck out. Kiss, like, I was like, okay, he's not even going to give her a kiss goodbye. But then I was like, don't kiss this man. What's going on with teeth. this? Uh, with these teeth? <laughs> that little singular gold tooth. Thank <laughs> you. Me. I didn't know it was gold for a second. I was like, what is going on right there? It's like Look, chipped. Looked like he <laughs> dips his teeth into a fucking Twix and then changed his mind. Ew. <laughs> yeah it's all bad i'm not i'm not feeling him and you can tell she's a little bit bothered because she's asking him to check the budget he's like yeah yeah i will when i get home i'm not listening right now i don't wake up until noon it's eight and i'm like oh red flags all over the place honey. all over the place it's the mm-hmm it's the i'll get to it it's the mm-hmm. i promise it's yeah it's the the eyes just blinking at you but like not giving you a real comprehensive response Mm-hmm. And oof, cha- oh, yes. So that was Tariq. Tariq was great. Yes. Also, um, uh, Janine does far too much and gives this nigga her fucking breakfast sandwich, which looked so good. And maybe it's just the key to me, but I was, I'm like, oh, I already miss McMuffins. Jesus. It looked a little dry. It looked like I was missing cheese or something. <laughs> but- Listen, the bar is low. Listen, with not having dairy right now, I would have ate that the same way. So I'm not even mad. But <sighs> also in the distance, you see the substitute teacher, Greg, looking at her and just like eyeing the nigga in the car. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, you can tell he's like, oh, no, he ain't shit. Oh, yeah. He ain't shit. 
And I'm sure he didn't even hear the conversation. He can just see him and see yeah. the interaction and just be like, this this queen, this education queen deserves far more oh, than yeah. anything this, this motherfucker could be bringing to the table. He squinted his eyes like, I could fight him. I think I could take him. Right. <laughs> just, just knock off his online ceramics hat and then get to work. <laughs> 100 percent yeah no tragic tragic i can i couldn't only imagine how many teachers are have like ancient boyfriends girl <laughs> all That's of them probably right it's <laughs> a cool like 80 percent or you're married like miss howard you know there's no you gotta exactly. pick exactly <laughs> there's very little middle ground i i'm a i'm a unicorn in these places because i'm just i'm just i'm single gay and i laugh in the face of uh do you want children <laughs> i cackle in its face unprofessionally um, you just say my students are my children what do you mean but you know who like <laughs> It, she did not make me want children at all, but the cutest little girl named Melina, uh, we cut to the inside of the school and the old girl is freak or little girl is freaking out because the lights are flickering. It looks like a scene out of Silent Hill and she's just scared <laughs> to get to class. <laughs> so our, our, our lovely savior, Janine pulls up, she checks in on her and this is, I mean, the episode's called light bulb. This is what this episode is about. It is the shitty lighting from a shitty budget, from a shitty city that is not doing the work to, uh, keep people or just, you know, keep the lights on in this place. So these little kids can just learn comfortably. The bare necessities, literally reading so in the sad. dark like you know, you know how shitty their eyesight will be if they're just posted up to here reading in under flickering lights for weeks on end mm-hmm. yeah that was so heartbreaking like if that was something that was going on in my school it'd be kind of sad like yeah what a, what is going on we can't get proper electricity in this bitch not even Damn. not even this like pay a bill ava <laughs> and, and we really see that this is like there is no urgency about this janine goes to the janitor who should be the one to do it he says i'm not the electrician he says i'll get to it mm. and you know melissa our sicilian teacher is uh first of all just focused on her branzino which is some italian dish or a sicilian dish i do not know what but the uh, branzino is good have you had it before what is branzino I mean, it's fish, but it's cooked like that. How like she had it in a pan, like a whole fish. So when you order it, you usually get the whole thing. And oh. it is really good at a couple of different places I've had it at. So, but I would say it's a white fish. It doesn't have much flavor to it as itself. It's usually the seasonings and stuff that they put around it. I see. I see. Well, keep oh, yeah. an eye on that fish. Like, don't bring that shit to school. Like, what yes. the fuck? I was so perplexed i would have been pissed off as a teacher like think about any workspace sp- period like i, didn't even I think remember one that. time oh yeah i actually made a bullet point like <laughs> bringing <laughs> stinky food to work is not the jam and it's i've really been guilty yes. oh i've fully brought curry to work i don't give a shit i brought you know tuna I like to work curry. tuna's not bad salmon isn't bad but i brought uh what's that one fish it's a rockfish, but what's the other name? Snapper. 
That was stupid. Oh, I don't know why I did that. Stank ass snapper. You are trifling. <laughs> oh my God. People were so mad and they didn't know it was me. So I just kind of snitched on myself because they were just getting louder. They're like, who did that? And I was like, it was me. It was me. It was me. I'm stand, so sorry, I, y'all. I stand up in it, mama. <laughs> right. Right. If you're going to yell, yell at me, but. But I'm going to eat the snapper. I don't know the fuck right. to tell you about it. <laughs> it's getting eight. I'll eat it outside though. I'll eat it on the roof out of your way but the smells already like the damage is done once you microwave it so it's like <laughs> oh yeah it has filled it has filled the vicinity don't know what to tell you about it this yeah. is it's who we are now we all had snapper together clearly <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah all bad but yeah we but see yes. that Jan- that uh janine is the only one that has urgency about any of this shit we're focused on food barbara just says you know we need to focus on what is in our control uh principal abel pulls up retweeting something that barbara said saying i know that's right uh <laughs> and she just she is so funny in this character i forgot what jacob said but he said something about uh the political state i don't know i don't know what the the state of something politically and she he gets on his soapbox yeah <laughs> nerd right <laughs> like well, he just said, just did the cough nerd to one of her staff members and i just oh i love ava so much like she's not a principal i think she forgets or she don't care she's just like yeah yeah what you said barbara that's a great idea i wonder who's gonna fix that like that's how she talks oh yeah she's she's 100 percent the epitome of someone who shows up to the job for the check for the check yeah. and there are Simple. there are those working in uh working in schools even though that is not the place to do that shit yes exactly and if anything this is why i love miss howard because she's so like calm and patient because she's so seasoned but also like so like i don't want to i will say pessimistic in a way because she's like i just know nothing will get done she's a realist she's a realist like she knows who the principal is she knows what school district she works for and the things that never get solved all the issues that go on so she's just like listen yeah. let's just work with <clears throat> with what we got that's it and she really has that just i, I like I like what you said that that seasoned very poised like presence and she just mm-hmm. she is just the rock of this cast and i think we really see it this episode even more than the first yeah like she's definitely the foundation while miss t is just losing it because she wants to really like satisfy probably her job well she's also like projecting because she's having issues with her boyfriend but oh yeah you can also tell like she just really cares about these kids and she just wants to make sure they're in a safe space they have everything they need and she but she's so young and new to the game that she's just kind of fucking it up <laughs> oh yeah she, she, she she's giving big along. naruto energy this episode where you know you mean well <laughs> you're loud you're the first one to move and you're gonna make sure everyone knows it but you're gonna fuck up yeah play as fuck up play as right. fuck up but you Shout know to a side effect of playing the game is losing yeah 100 percent. because miss t takes it upon herself to try to fix this electrical issue mm-hmm. she's not electrician it's not in her title she no. doesn't have the skills and she can't even get on a ladder she, <laughs> she oh my god this this 
She later on in the episode, yeah, she goes to try to fix this shit herself. Also, mind you, this scene in the teacher's kitchen lounge, it ends with her saying the words, no time to eat. So at this point, she has foregone her oh, sandwich. Right. She's foregone a little snack, her little snack break in the middle of the day. And as somebody who who works in schools from that start time to that end time, you do not play with not eating because you will pop yeah. off on a child. <laughs> <laughs> if you do not have nourishment in your ass so ooh, yeah that intermittent fasting shit it don't work i can't wait till noon to eat if i'm working at school oh yeah i feel like in any circumstance eating is so essential to just getting through the day yeah like good luck with fast i mean if you're fasting that's a whole nother thing you're mentally prepared but if you just kind of go through your day and you're like experiencing burnout or you know those hangry symptoms where you're just kind of like flying off the handle you need to eat <laughs> check in with yourself like damn when's the last time i ate mm-hmm. you think that's the problem solver right there so and when miss teagues goes to try to fix that light later she has not eaten and she nope. she hikes her ass to like the little uh maintenance closet gets the ladder takes it back to the hall i love that sequence by the way where she's setting it up and climbing up the ladder to fix the flickering light mm. she is just it, queen with the facial expressions and the timing of them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she was she was on a roll <laughs> she was very determined she's like i'm going to fix this for my kids <laughs> you see it like quinta is playing the fuck out of miss teagues because like she has without saying anything you got the fear of the ladder the determination the clear lack of knowledge about electricity and electrical wires mm-hmm. and i was like you know what quincy you're doing this shit girl yeah you're doing it you are doing it and then what does she do she knocks out half the power of the building and everyone comes out like hey girl what's going on yeah like what are you politely. doing she's stuck on the ladder <laughs> she's also stuck on the ladder um I want to say Miss Howard was like, what did I just tell you? <laughs> what? Listen, what are you doing? What? <laughs> How did you get here? <laughs> There's one point where she's like, uh, yeah, uh, Janine said something about like, I was trying to just help. And Miss Howard says, and look where it landed us, baby girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, you better baby girl this fucking up as teacher. That was such a mom moment. Yes. Like, <laughs> very that mr eddie uh, gregory eddie uh comes out and says stay calm principal ava then immediately turns the corner screaming end of days end of days it's doomsday <laughs> and then we find out this bitch is a doom now were you surprised to find out she's a doomsday prepper i i didn't think we would go there but yeah a little bit i'm like damn girl and she's like you only uh greg can come with me in the bunker and i was like there's a bunker in this bitch <laughs> like whoa and you have already filled up the like a one person sign up sheet yeah work. like she was dead ass and i loved that she was, <laughs> I, she was I, talking about the zombies and she's like that day yes. soon come <laughs> She said, she was just in the dark. I love that they had her in the dark just with all of her shit. I don't know what she was duct taping. She was like, yeah. she was like, hell yeah, I'm a doomsday prepper. Have you ever seen Trained in Busan? 
<laughs> which I had never seen. But <laughs> it's a fucked up movie. I, I actually want to watch it again. But <laughs> is it a zombie movie? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's basically like a a bullet train is traveling, and there's a zombie infestation on the train. Oh hell no! Nah. Just all of the worst type of scenarios. Mm-hmm. Locomotive, no thank you. No pass, big pass. But yeah, no, she's. <clears throat> A trip. So it's chaos. Kids are running around. Uh, and of course, Barb is the voice of reason. She tells all the teachers, okay, head to the gym. If you don't have light, take your classes. Stay calm. And then Eddie, <laughs> Mr. Eddie, helps Janine off the ladder. And the way that he counts her down five times, and old girl just does not move. <laughs> She's like, did anything happen? <laughs> He's like, no. Let's try it again. You know, three, two, one. She's not going anywhere. And the way that he stayed so calm with that last, like, one, two, three, and the way that he said it one more time, like, the number of times people that work with kids try to get kids to do things, especially mm-hmm. little kids, and the number of times they just do not respond to you. They're busy, you know, <laughs> daydreaming about, I don't know, pickles or the rugrats. I don't know what babies are into. But. <laughs> right. The way that he just moved right to, okay, one more time. <laughs> I was like, this is very teacher. This is very educator. <laughs> very that. But also he likes her. So I think it's really cute that he's always there when <laughs> she meets mm-hmm. him. <laughs> he likes so her. Sweet. Likes her. He likes her like her. So I'm into this little uh, subtle romance that yes. got going on. And yes. speaking of Mr. Eddie, uh, his plot line is dealing with uh, his. He has a student that keeps arriving to school an hour after school starts, um, mm-hmm. and his name. Uh, I think that kid's name is Joel or something. And mm-hmm. he's in the middle of teaching his class, and Joel's mom Amber walks him in, just you know, real casual. And Mr. Eddie just says to <laughs> says to Amber, uh, "It's nine. And then she just, and then she just, I don't know when she, she, she said word, she said word, but yeah. <laughs> he was trying to express to her, you know, school starts at eight word <laughs> and she word. Just gives Left. him nooch and absolutely leaves. It was very brief. Very rude. Principal and Ava pulls up to let us know it's the sixth time that Joel's been late uh, she really starts to sound like sympathetic and then it turns to absolute filth. She says, you know, it seems like it's just a drop in, in the bucket. But then what if the bucket overflows and everything, everything gets, gets all sticky. sticky? We don't want to get sticky, do we? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's freaking out to the camera guy like, are y'all getting this? Like, we have a case against this woman. <laughs> Right, you see these little sexual indie windows? Like, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> it just in the doorway when he is teaching, his class has to be like first, maybe second grade. Listen, know. you know, <laughs> clearly they don't do the sexual harassment training here. Oh, not at all. I mean, if they can't even get light bulbs, like, it's, I, I yeah. have a feeling that until some other things get fixed, uh, Principal Ava's just going to be running rampant. Now, since you're technically in the school industry or the school education system, there we go. Yeah. Who, what is considered HR? Like, is the principal like the HR? Like, who do you go to when you have problems? Huh. Yeah, because there isn't like an HR person, I don't believe, on school campuses. 
Uh, yeah. I think in a lot of ways, the district perhaps would sort of serve that role uh, because oh. the, I mean, the school answers to the district. So that's what I would assume. Somebody under the superintendent or whomever or whomever would need mm. to do some investigation and some interviews. Got it. Okay. That's, that's I'm just what, curious. That's my guess. I'm not positive though. But that's a great question. Okay. I haven't really thought about who you go yeah. to on it. Like, cause yeah, the, I have not ever known of there to be a human resources representative on a school campus. No, not at all. So I was always wondering like, where do teachers go when they have problems <laughs> like with each other or with the principal or anything like that? I mean, the way that this education system is set up in this country, they go to, you know, they got to go to like social media or their communities or their own wallets to deal with things. Because so very, every man's for himself. Mm-hmm very bad figure it out these kids gotta learn what's wrong with you right your personal problems do not matter here yes and (laughs) i just i love i just love how they the show is really like telling these stories about our education system yeah through this just through how they're just telling us this these funny stories that go on at the school it's great Oh yeah, I love how they tie the, the tie the humor in so brilliantly. Where it's just like it's still it's dark, it's serious, it's a matter that we need to really look at. But also, <laughs> yeah. I'm loving it because I mean, when you zoom, it's it's really sad when you zoom out, and you know it's sad on these school campuses as well. But a lot of times, yeah. the people are having to just you know grin and bear through it, find the good parts of the day, and focus on that. And, mm-hmm. you know, shit's, it's hard out there. It's hard. It's hard out here for these kids. And, and I'll just say this storyline about getting this kid to school on time speaks to me because I have a mm. client that I'm working with uh, who, like, I just, I, he has a hard time getting to school some days and it affects his grades. It affects other things. And then it sort of just becomes this domino effect if your if your home life is certain way and it's it's got you fucked up sometimes and you're not able to get to school where school is the one like constant place where these kids most often you know they get the food they get the attention they get all that stuff um and if you know you're not you can't show up for that it just starts to create a cycle because then school becomes this place where you're you're behind and you're having to catch up and it's just this anxiety headquarters so yeah that's very true so in those situations have you had to address a teacher or a student about their tardiness 100 percent. and who do you address first well student i always i address the teacher first because in my role i'm not a direct teacher i'm I'm more like an aide so i'm i work Mm. with specific students in a school setting so yeah. with that specific issue, I go to the teacher first and whoever, really just whoever there knows like about the kid's background, uh, their home life, their guardians, um, just to get a little bit of insight on like, okay, what is going on that's making it so hard for you to be able to get to school in the morning? And like how mm. much of this, and he, he's in high school and like, you know, supposed to be graduating and all that. So I'm like, okay, how much of this is in your control? And then once I had that information, you know, I started a conversation with him to say, all right, I've realized that you have more control than I, or I, you have more control than I realized you have 
to get to school. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so how can we work together to get you here? Like, what what is it that you would need? Mm-hmm. If we didn't have limitations, what what would you need <clears throat> to be able to get to school? And I'll, uh, you know, I just try to work with that. And it's not always successful because, you know, it's hard to undo habits and it's hard to undo a way of thinking but yeah. you know we need people out here working with these kids and trying to get down to the problem get down to to, to the root of the problem <laughs> the root <clears throat> well you're doing the lord's work so i'll say that you're doing the lord's work you are helping these kids just try to get their education as best as they possibly can so <laughs> thanks diva i am i'm trying i love that yeah so yeah that's basically greg Eddie. is it mr Eddie? mr eddie eddie okay. gregory greg- two first names gregory, gregory eddie. eddie i love that come on greg yes so he that's his issue at the moment and he goes to miss howard first he was trying to go to miss t but he was low-key just checking her out let's be honest and then, right <laughs> but he, he was he like oh she just miss- raiding the, the janitor's closet all right i'm gonna let her do her right <laughs> and then miss howard just catches him staring and then he's uh asking miss howard like how do i handle this student and i just love miss howard because she's she just great. never answers anybody straight it's never a straight answer she's giving at first she makes him sit down in the children's chair to address this problem uh, <laughs> i established dominance gregory eddie also <laughs> is like he's a great counterpart to uh Janine's uh, to, uh, to Quintus' character Janine because they yeah. both are just so good at the reaction faces like yeah you just They're see like, it all over their oh, face oh you want me to sit in this little kid chair okay sure you, he's at least 6'2 <laughs> and you want him to like drop ass all the way to the bottom of the earth <laughs> to be His able to sit in this chair bent. right <laughs> he was like in a squat position like is he about so to give birth funny. in this chair what are we doing <laughs> <laughs> but he did it i just love that he respected her enough to do it and then addressed whatever he was about to talk about that's shirley motherfucking rap i'm gonna sit in that chair you know what i'm saying i will find a way a legend absolutely <laughs> you gotta respect the queens okay so in this 90s I love ass that. haircut wig oh this wig is epic this is a very <laughs> teacher-esque haircut Bear. slash wig Very i feel like more teachers wear barbara wigs howard. now than anything <laughs> yes this is a bar- <laughs> if anything she looks like a barbara howard <laughs> so this role is fitting, Woman of the fitting like a glove <laughs> yes so yeah so he's addressing the issue with a certain student miss howard knows of the student and says you know what come with me at lunch to get my nails done and we could talk there and <laughs> i just love how gregory was like oh i was just gonna eat my lunch in the car Girl. and she was like well you can bring your little nissan sandwich with you <laughs> the shade i am gregory like gregory eddie is me at work i am not trying to eat my lunch <laughs> with the staff i'm not trying to make friends i'm trying to show right. up do what i need to do i'm gonna go eat this lunch listen to uh, a, a podcast or watch a show in my car Mm -hmm. where i know what's going on exactly (laughs) he just wanted to like mind his business and get his me time and she's like nope you're coming with me and we're gonna have lunch at uh this nail salon (laughs) and it's not even lunch but i respected the i love that he went Mm -hmm. you know he listened he listened he's like i really want to solve this problem 
And then the whole plan was the fact that the teacher, I'm sorry, not the teacher, the student's mom goes to the nail salon. Oh, Barbara pulled the fastest one on him. (laughs) Barbara set this the fuck up. Okay. She's like, listen, you're going to be here when she's here you're gonna talk that's it first of all i love when he (laughs) when uh he's checking in at the nail salon and the uh the woman is like no loitering and no clear and he's like okay i'll get blue on one nail (laughs) (laughs) please so he was like i just want to talk to her and he's they're like yeah no you can't just sit in the chair you have to pay for something right you 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 think you think you're gonna come in here and just sit in this chair where people pay money to sit like child no this is not the library 100 you're gonna pay for this one nail manicure this was singular nail manicure mm-hmm. you're not turning on the massage chair either so do what you gotta do but you know miss howard listen i'm also a miss howard i would be the one to also because i've done it before on my lunch break go get my nails done Queen. i don't even care how long it takes <laughs> like i might be gone for an hour and a half maybe two but i'll come back looking fresh <laughs> right like where were you where, where were you oh you know yes. chipotle was real pat right chipotle <laughs> was so busy and then i also you know i had to get a fill oh the time it just goes by you just ran away <laughs> just ran the fuck away from me <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah so Amber walks into the salon. Barb said, "You know, I didn't, I didn't tell her to come here, but I do know she comes here every two weeks." And mm-hmm. Amber goes, "Hey, Miss Howard," Bar- and Barb goes, "Hey, Amber," and then she gets mm-hmm. sat down. And uh, I don't even know what was said. She, I think she said, "Ain't you my, ch- uh, ain't you my son's teacher?" <laughs> but uh, I don't mm-hmm. know what was said. But Amber, of course, ends it by saying, "Word." Oh, right, because she's like, oh, you're getting your nails done. Word. First, I thought she said weird. <laughs> I was about to laugh was. even harder. <laughs> she, <laughs> like, damn. She was like, she was like checking out this this young black man getting his, uh, getting a manicure, which honestly, I love that reaction. Word. Like, you better. Right. Word. It's a great response. Everybody like, get your I'm nails done. I'm my business. Yeah. I'm not mad at the boys getting their nails done. They're really doing it nowadays. I have seen it they're getting designs and shit i'm like damn you spending more than me on a design like a flat coat that's it but you know shout out to the boys um yeah so it took him a minute it took mr gregory to like first miss howard just had to nudge him with all of her little innuendos and (laughs) riddles and shit oh my god yes (laughs) (laughs) she's all asking her nail tech like can i get in rhinestones that awkward conversations have to happen or something right (laughs) i I really want this to say you know something bold something that starts a conversation yeah (laughs) and then you start a conversation uh it worked and and i love he just you know he he works through a very because you know again this is something we gotta do we have to have awkward conversations with parents about their badass kids like or just about things in general Mm -hmm. so mr eddie is like is there a reason uh he comes in at nine and amber says you know well i work at 9 30 uh and it's just easier to get him there at nine that's it it's a shitty excuse but that was it 
Very simple, very straightforward. Mr. Eddie's goes on to say, well, you know, he misses a lot of uh, critical things in that first hour of school. By then we're on to reading, arithmetic, all this shit. And Amber's like, oh, w- hold up. You mean y'all ain't just playing <laughs> with blocks and shit? <laughs> right. And Eddie had to like lay out the damn syllabus for old girl to be like, no, he is coming to a school where he he is not in kindergarten. He is not in preschool. He is in the first or second grade and he is actually learning real things and it's more than just cursive diva so can we get here at eight yeah please please and thank you he's losing vital information yeah he- primal what would he say not primal <laughs> i forgot what he said but he did he put it eloquently like he needs to be there to really be vital. caught up with his learning vital learning mm-hmm. And that he's falling behind just yeah. everything that's necessary. And I love how like you know it, they it, they kept the necessary parts of the conversation. Like he he communicated yeah. the critical things. Even th- like he said a lot of shit that like is uncomfortable to say. You know, having to point out like he's falling behind. Like having to even ask the question like, is there a reason you consistently come an hour late? Like what what is that? Um, yeah. But I love it. But you know, the, it still keeps the humor and her reactions like she's like okay nosy um but it's you know it's just it's a very human interaction and it's real like they get they get to once again they getting to the root yeah that's a real conversation you gotta censor these kids i love that they did it in a nail salon yes like (laughs) while he's getting his little blue nail please right his singular blue nail and he said uh i love that he said um you know Joel being successful in class is as much up to you as it is to me. And Amber yeah. and Amber said, word. Word. I'm down. All right, we'll do it. That's her way of saying, okay. She's a young mom, you know. Yeah. <laughs> she looks like Sweetie. I thought it was she Sweetie does. in the beginning. Oh, my God. Please. I was like, look at Sweetie acting. But it's not. <laughs> She's showing up to McDonald's at 930, like, pushing these Sweetie meals again. <laughs> Like that's the job. McDonald's sweetie meal. (laughs) (laughs) That would be hilarious. So yeah, it's it's really nice to see that. Well, also he's still a substitute, I believe. He's not even a full time teacher. Yeah, but but he's a he's a substitute. It sort of seems like he's a long term substitute because they brought him in to replace someone that got fired. That's right. And knowing Principal Ava and how fast she moves on shit, I'm sure she is not going to find a replacement substitute for him or a permanent staff member unless she makes it him. She's just going to keep looking at that ass. Yeah, no, he's he's the replacement. No, he's really fucking cute. I catch myself grinning. I'm like, oh my God. Because I guess I remember him so much from Everybody Hates Chris. And he's still that character, but grown. And yeah. Yeah, he's that he's character, handsome. but grown with a great body and a deep voice. Yes, it's the voice. It's the voice for me. Mm-hmm. It is kind of deep, and I like it. I it's like it a lot. It's surprisingly deep every time. <laughs> yeah, that part. Every time. And then when he gets like frantic, it's like, that's where I see the kid mm-hmm. version of him. And I'm like, oh love this i really do enjoy this and honestly like again like working like kids are the great equalizer because i don't care how hard how tough how whatever the fuck you are how fierce how bad like when you are working with kids you are none of those things you Mm -hmm. are just old you're just old to these people that's all they know (laughs) yeah you're big you can drink 
and you're old. Like, yep. and it's just, and it's, they're, I don't know, it's just, they just do such a good job. Because all of them, even the, even the more seasoned ones, it's like, you're, like, you're confident, yes, but you're still, you're, you're just the teacher to these kids. That, and they don't, That's they have no idea about, you know, the people we are behind the scenes and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Until like later on. Oh yeah, when you you yeah. know run into your Spanish teacher drunk at a brunch at El Torito, and you're like, oh, oh hola man. señorita portillo. <laughs> hola señorita portillo. Soy soy bebida. I am drink. <laughs> I am drink. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it's it is yeah. I'm sure that's like the harsh reality. Like you really are just a teacher. And like the impact probably isn't felt until down the line. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then someone can recall like, well, I remember uh, my teacher, Miss Chameleon, <gasps> back in the day, like really put me in my place because I said something crazy, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> you probably won't even hear it until you see it like on TV, like Adele did with one teacher she was talking about, and then the teacher was in the audience. Oh yeah, so cute. That was cute. So <clears throat> you'll have your moment like that. Soon come. No, bitch. That day soon come. <laughs> uh, no, I'll be uh, bringing up my teacher to the audience. Uh, I don't need none of these little motherfuckers to get me famous. Thank you very much. You're, a- <laughs> you're absolutely right. <laughs> it's going to be like a full circle moment. It's going to happen to you and then you're going to be doing it at the same time. That's you're it. Like, oh, it'll be, it'll be, I'll be uh, <laughs> on stage at, at my concert bringing up my teacher and then I'll realize <laughs> I'm actually on stage at my student's concert. Oh my God, the inception. And Blue Ivy Carter is going to bring me up for a duet <laughs> and it's going to be perfect. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm going to be in the front row Please. recording it. I'll bring you up. Live. I'll, no, I'll co- bring me up. My, uh, my uh, uh, 60 day challenge teacher. <laughs> uh, that class, wild. <laughs> I'm gonna come up there with a pageant wave, like, oh my god, you guys. Oh Hello, god. hi. I didn't know this was happening <laughs> in a full me. ball gown and sash. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but since I'm here, please give me the microphone. <laughs> Don't be rude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a guest, bitch. <laughs> right. I'm a guest here. Jesus. Uh, but yes, so so uh go ahead. Uh while they were at the nail salon, they they did cut over to give us a quick update on more shit that went down. Uh because of Janine's need to fix things and you know, ass- uh provide needs to the children. Um, this is where she went too far though. Like, <laughs> like she could have killed herself. <laughs> far. Too far in time. This is when she, this is the circuit breaker, right? Yeah, yeah she goes in her and jacob. with with jacob who number one jacob scrub. is just so needy to be included yes. like, he, he needs it like <laughs> the way he offered to help her was like whatever you're thinking i'm not in and she was like i didn't even include you and he's like well in that case i'm in because you need somebody there with you that- with some shit <laughs> <laughs> And it's it's so endearing. It's it's sweet, but it's also annoying. Oh, it's yeah. like that person that just always wants to tag along, and yes. you didn't even ask them to be there. But he's so. so important because if he wasn't there, then Miss Teagues would yeah. be the Jacob of this school, and that's not a good look for her. 
That's true. That's true. She's a step up from him. So <laughs> baby step. Prior to lunch, though, uh, Janine did tell the uh, uh, Melissa and Barb that she was gonna stay and help. Again, she's skipping lunch, so she's this is now the third time she's skipped out on food. Uh, she lets yeah, her know that she's gonna stay herself. and help the lunch ladies, and Melissa's like, "They don't like you." And then it cuts to mm-hmm. interviewing one of the lunch ladies, and they're and they're like, "Yeah, she's just unsanitary sometimes. She's always coming around saying hello." That was funny. I thought they were about to say like unnecessary or something. But she said unsanitary. Yes, it's unsanitary. Like, like her even being here. She is dirty. It's dirty. <laughs> she is just dirty in the lunchroom. The nerve. But yeah, yeah, that was funny. Um, but yeah, so Jacob tags along, and then at one point we do also get a cut of. Okay, well, <laughs> here's what here's what happens. They get to the circuit breaker room. They're fucking around with things. And then while they're fucking around with stuff, they cut over to Ava. Ava's watching some show called Flip It or Ship It on mm. <laughs> on uh, her laptop. And I guess there's a point in the episode where the people decide if they're going to flip it or if they're going to ship it. So it sounds like they're coming up on that moment. We cut back to the circuit breaker room. And I don't know what Janine did, but there was a spark. And the entire school loses all power. The AC goes out. <clears throat> and then we go back to Ava and the power goes out on flip it or ship it. And she lets she out a scream screams. like she lost a fucking child. It was lovely. She said, no! Oh, she was pissed. But she was also like scared. I think it's like a combo of both because, you know, she's in the bunker still thinking everything's about to collapse. Just waiting for the end of days anyway. <laughs> She really thought she'd be able to find out the exciting conclusion to flip it or ship it before Walking Dead started. Right, before before Doomsday, but <laughs> alas, the tragedy. But yeah, no, so that's just uh, Miss T being Miss T. She is so determined. She will, <laughs> and she is food deprived, so she's very much just going through it, <clears throat> but almost electrocute herself just for, you know, trying to fix things. So it's just digging a deep, deeper hole for herself. And this time it takes all the power out, including the air. They also mentioned real early in the episode that this is February and they're going through a heat wave, which Where sounds is nuts. this school? it's supposed to be in philly so i'm so confused like do they have hot days like we do philadelphia february february where math ac is out that doesn't mm, that doesn't quite mesh together for me but how hot is it in february how hot is it in philly today like i do i'm pretty sure it's like negative three like i don't see it being any hotter (laughs) than that like i don't yeah i don't think uh, a whole lot is gonna change by freaking february Mm-mm, mm-mm, no, I just watched a video of somebody busting their ass on their stairs because there's ice. Girl, it is and- snowing <laughs> in Philadelphia. It is, you, you know how you know what temperature it is? It is zero degrees. Oh, well, shit, I said negative three, so I was close. It was on point. Well, you know what? Yeah. We'll, we'll see what it's looking like in February and see if a heat wave is possible. But I have a feeling <laughs> that snow in January does not lead to a heat to a heat wave in february but yeah no if it did then yeah that's truly a concern i would say like granted global warming which is something jacob did mention i think that's mm-hmm. why ava called him a nerd too sure did but all of that yeah if that really was happening yeah we, we should probably like be concerned like the end of days is real and we should be in the bunker with the principal yes so. like if anything it should have just been 
the power went out and it's cold. Like the heat is off. What are we talking about? Yeah, they should have went that direction, but I'm not mad. Yes, I'm not yeah, mad. I'm not I understand either. what they're trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm just confused. I'm just confused, right? It, it could definitely happen in Cali. Like we could have a hot day in February. Oh, sure. Like, could. <laughs> no problem. And then it'd be cold the next. So, yes. Yeah, so after she blows the power for real, Miss mm-hmm. Howard and Melissa are like, girl, like what's going on? We just told you not to touch shit. You keep touching shit. And Janine said, uh, Jacob helped me open the breaker and Jacob had to say the, my favorite line of the episode. And he said, I, I saw an opportunity to help a strong black woman. He did say that. He did say that. Jacob is fucking hilarious. Jacob, Jacob, I'm telling you, he just wants that inclusion. He just wants to be called nigga one time. Just one. Feels so satisfied. Oh my god! When they saw the uh, that all the labels on the circuit breaker were boys to men songs, he said, and he was on a bended knee. He said, "Isn't that funny? I'm on bended knee." And I gave it to him. I laughed. Yes, I laughed. that was good because he was so <laughs> proud of himself. And Miss Teague, said, he looked at the camera like, "Did you hear that?" Yeah. Miss <laughs> Teague said, "I will not give this to you. Get your she roses didn't give from it to anyone him. else, bitch." <laughs> right? She didn't live. She she never gives him what he wants. She always cuts him off. She's like, "Jacob, please." She's hungry. Please. Right. <laughs> 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 so funny. Uh, oh yes but then uh melissa um, our sicilian queen proceeds to grill janine um asking like what's been going on with her like why would she do this it doesn't make any sense and then we find yeah. out and then i guess why well, we've already known but the other teachers find out that she hasn't eaten all day and she seems like she's starting to get ready to pass out melissa asks if she has consent to slap her did somebody get slapped last episode i don't think so oh wait no a kid no a kid got kicked oh yeah, yeah. i'm thinking of but nobody got slapped. ellie slapping molly when she was high oh yeah completely different show <laughs> different yeah. show um but yeah melissa asks for permission to slap uh she did not get slapped because at that moment ava walks up and looks at miss teague's on the ground and all she has to say is oh she looking pale like a zombie and then she freaks out she says <laughs> They eat the hottest ones first. Let me take my, <laughs> let me back my tasty ass up. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> what she said. Let me back my tasty my ass. My tasty up. ass. Principal, Principal like Coleman this, is nuts. Principal of what, Ava Coleman? What is wrong with you? <laughs> let me back my tasty ass up. I'm gonna start saying that more. She is. Uh, <laughs> she's doing for this series what Kelly did for Inf- for Insecure, where just every line is just gold. It's so good. Truly, truly. Except she's just like crazier, mm-hmm. <laughs> but she means well. One hundred percent. Jacob runs yeah. off looking for water. Uh, Melissa runs off to check on her Branzino. Pushes Barb against the wall, and I was like, "Oh shit, you're gonna dislocate Barb's fucking over shoulder?" A fish. Yeah, over your yeah. smelly fish. Yeah, that, I think it got completely ruined, which is good because like you shouldn't have brought it to school, but. Nonetheless, poor Miss T, she's now in the nurse's office as a teacher. Mm-hmm. Wonder how that goes. And comes back to life, asks, Where am I? They're like, The nurse's office, duh. And she's, <laughs> she, yeah, I think she said, The way the nurse said, Obviously, everyone's not okay. 
you're in yeah. the nurse's office. <laughs> just that <laughs> delivery, like everyone's dead. No, bitch, you're just in the nurse's office. Everybody's outside playing in front of the school in some fire hydrant water. Like it's Hey Arnold. Yeah. It, it was very Hey Arnold, very East Coast, because we don't do that. <laughs> right. The, our fire hydrants are just suggestions here. They are, yeah, they're strictly for the firemen. They're not, I'm not taking the time to open that shit up. Please. No way. At least. So. Miss Ava's kicking yes. it on patio furniture. I think sleep. Yeah, everybody was just chilling. They had their sunglasses on, relaxed. It was like a great day. It felt <laughs> like, like this is what we should have done. A long day. Again, a day that does not look like the month after a snowstorm, but that's fine. Not a February in Philly. <laughs> but it was definitely. Not in my mind. No, please. <laughs> <laughs> but it was definitely giving like the last 20 minutes of the school day where it's just there's nothing else to learn we're just cleaning shit up we're chilling um and yeah. you're about to get picked up yeah it's very like well fuck it the day is done the power's out for real and here's the solution daily it's like it's kind of like a snow day or like anything like that where it's like you know what just let's just go home it's fine so and I want to say Miss Howard again was talking to Miss T or and or Greg. Like she was, she's, she's such the mother. She yeah. like talks to everybody. She, she talks so. very briefly. It's, it's really seemed like it was uh, Miss T like and moment. Melissa this episode. And then it was Barb and Eddie more so this episode. Um, yeah. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't even really like clock Melissa as being like the, the lesson deliverer for um, Janine's character for Miss Teagues uh, mm-hmm. until the end. I was like, oh yeah, she has been just getting her together since the beginning of this episode. Okay, work. 100%. Um, <clears throat> and then after that, they, I want to say they're about to leave, but. Greg invites Janine out to lunch. Oh, really late lunch, by the way. Four thirty is not lunch. That is happy hour. Oh, before that, Janine <laughs> calls Tariq uh, to remind him to, th- to leave him a voicemail saying she does. You need to check that budget tonight. Like she's got assertion in her voice. She hangs up, and then yeah, that's when she she's when she sees Eddie. She still hasn't eaten <laughs> because the lunch lady still gave her a can eaten. of peaches with no can opener. And then she was like, I was, I was going to wait for my boyfriend till like 10 o'clock when he's off, but I'm hungry now. I should eat now. I'm so glad she made that decision because like, bitch, what? 10 p.m.? No, 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 no. no. And he texts you that you need to fill up your car that oh. he's been driving all day. Girly. Sure did. Treat yourself. Tell him you don't have money because you spend it all on your own dinner and you're breaking up with him because you deserve better. But either way gregory invited her to lunch he she agreed but then jacob's ass you know loves to invite himself he's gotta be included he's all like hey guys where are you going oh we're gonna go to lunch oh well i'm gonna come too what the look on gregory's face was very telling his eyes were just Shut. What did Jacob call them? <laughs> like the the after school crew or some shit? It was some real whack shit. <laughs> was it the after school crew? It was something corny. Yeah, something real major corny. cornball. Yeah, they're like, oh, the after school happy hour crew or some shit. <laughs> what are you? Who are you? Please stop this. <laughs> no one invited you. Dang. Uh, they oh. they walk by the janitor and the janitor calls out Miss Teague saying. 
you messed with my switch, didn't you? Good thing I got me a system. And then he starts singing, I'll make love to you like you want me to. <laughs> Wild. He said that in the beginning of the episode, too, about a system mm -hmm. for the electricity. And I didn't catch that until I watched it twice. <laughs> love that. Yes, he sure did do that shit. <laughs> and then we get our last scene our last episode. scene of the episode um we cut to mr eddie's next class and we have amber bringing oh, joel yeah. to school five minutes early jumping in at 755 and then she was like i gotta find something to do now maybe i could watch half a movie like you literally can but that is not a thing someone plans to do bitch uh, <laughs> right you can't run an errand or nothing right all you can Ew. do is watch ha watch it watch a tv show that's half a movie please please get it together and the teacher or, or no the parent is also kind of flirting with mr gray yes mr eddie she says that it's nice to know that someone at school cares so much about her son Eddie says, I'm just doing my job. Mm -hmm. and, she, and Amber says, well, you're doing it well. Exits. <laughs> and then Principal and then Ava. Miss Coleman. <laughs> yeah, Principal Ava comes in and... You sure follow orders. Like, Are you sure follow orders well? And, right. and Eddie far more uncomfortably says, just doing my job. <laughs> and then Ava <laughs> says the same shit. Well, you're doing it well. Just... So weird, <laughs> so line crossy, and I love that Eddie like Hilarious. pretended to do something while Ava walked away, and then just fully broke to look at the camera as soon as she was gone. Like I wasn't trying to do shit, but end this moment. End it. That's it, and that wraps up the episode. It does. What a good one. Twenty-two minutes. This show is so packed. It like is. it's so much going on. But it's so witty, so quick. And it, it like, doesn't feel bleed, like too much either. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't realize how many scenes happen until I go back through to, like, think about what to talk about. Right. Yeah, no, it's great. So, you guys need to check out Abbott Elementary. Please. On, I don't know what channel it's on originally. ABC? Yeah, it's ABC. And then okay. it hits Hulu. I've, I didn't see what time it hit Hulu. But, yeah, it goes on Hulu the following day. Mm -hmm. um so before we get to our mm -hmm. last segment and one thing that i did forget to mention when melissa and miss teagues are talking at the end miss teagues asks, asks melissa a very important question that people trying to sustain themselves and work with kids always have to ask themselves how do you keep yourselves from caring too much talking about melissa and miss howard <clears throat> and then Melissa says it's the opposite mm. we care so much that we can't let ourselves burn out we have to take care of ourselves so that we can be our be the best for these kids and oh, yeah I love that and she also said you have to leave your problems at the door yes or you'll open a, or you'll open a Panera's box of problems a Panera's box not a Pandora's box mm. Melissa's very Panera's sure box. it's Panera's box but, yeah, no, she meant that. <laughs> I love that they touch on that though, because Melissa had to like tell her like you do you, like you think we don't care just because we're not freaking out like you are. Like no, bitch, we we care a whole fucking lot. We see what you see. We just need to yeah. not like lose our shit every fucking day we come to work because that's not sustainable, diva. One hundred percent. That's 
that's the name of the game. Like when you become seasoned, you kind of just know how to like mellow out, realize like what you can control, like Miss Howard and Melissa and go through the motions. You go through the motions with what you can. And what what does Mariah Carey say in that one little video everyone keeps reposting where she's like, I'm just going to do the best I can with what I got. And she's like in the club. Have you seen it? I know what you're talking about, but I cannot recall what she said. <laughs> she said something along those lines. And it is very true. Just do what you can with what you, what you have. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then you utilize your resources by outsourcing to the people you know, like Melissa. That's Melissa. Melissa is the resourceful one. And then you got to be like Miss Howard. You got to be calm, cool, and collected because you know you can get what you need at some point exactly <laughs> but it just won't be on your time yeah so and i love the great messages i love that they, they aren't just doing episode after episode of quinta's character getting riled up about something and then solving it like they're showing like like she took an l this episode she did not fix the problem she caused more problems and all mm-hmm. she all she had to do all she did was learn a lesson that's which it? is which is good. That is it. I love that. I like yeah. that writing. It's because uh, you know it'll get stale if it's just and like formulaic if it's just. All right, what problem is she gonna point out in schools this week and solve? Yeah, I, I, they're doing a great job of spreading the message evenly across the whole episode. Yeah, we love it. Tune in, y'all. Tune, Tune in. in. They're doing a great job. We're doing a great job at segues as we move on to our final segment of the episode. Uh, what did you call it? You said, yes. uh, girl, bye. Go Bob. Girl, bye. Bye, bitch. Uh, this is the segment bye, where we bitch. both, you know, pick out something that's been bugging us, pet peeving us, dragging us through the mud, and we we take back the night and get that shit together <laughs> for justice. So, right. Danielle, what do you what do you have for the people? What's been bugging? My pet peeve was or is. People asking me, what am I doing as plans for New Year's Oh, when I had just got over COVID? And they knew, but they just figured like, oh, you know, maybe she still wants to come out. Maybe she's tired of being in the house. No, no, I'm okay with being in the house now. Fully, fully okay. Prefer it. Yeah, it's preferred. (laughs) My place is pretty comfy. It's nice. Um... But like, I am cool with going out to, let's say an Airbnb, (laughs) if that's what you want to do. Like, I do want to do a cabin thing, but even then it's going to be small and intimate and not a lot of people, but it just goes to show that people don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck about this pandemic. It's so sad. Not at all. So sad. But yeah, I've already complained about this last episode too, so I'm not going to get too, too deep, but it was just so funny to get so many like WID for NYE. I was like, um, nothing clean my apartment. Maybe read. I don't know. Right? Like continuing to uh, be COVID free, uh, hopefully. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. I had a friend get it right before New Year's. And I was like, mm, see, see. And People I know they don't like- do nothing. People be wanting you to be on like day 11 or, you know, whatever, like the next day after your quarantine is like, okay, girl, it's time. Get out here. And it's like, okay, do we like, do we have to push it for everything? Yeah, we truly don't. If anything, 
the getting COVID just slowed me down a little bit. It just lets me know, like, you know what? It's okay. It's okay to just sit here. <laughs> you don't have to do everything in every moment, every day. So Oof. it was really, yeah, it was just like eye opening about like what you need to take in for yourself. Having those moments alone. Some people, and I think that's another thing. Some people are not comfortable being alone and I feel like that's a little more sad than it sounds. I understand you want to be out and about, but like if you really can't sit with yourself, then there's something deeper going on. You might want to address that. So. Oh yeah. I've had that. I, I've had that realization multiple times over the years and I, and I hate that, you know, it's not, it's a very uncomfortable realization to have, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to learn how to, you got to learn how to like you diva enough to be able to sit with yourself you have to you have to especially if you are single and you want to date and you want serious companion companionship then you have to be able to know yourself first what do you like what do you what why can't and then really ask yourself why you can't be alone like what what is it that makes it feel so uncomfortable so those little questions you do need to ask yourself because it's all about you at the end of the day mm-hmm. and you need to be happy, comfortable in your own skin in order to be in a situation with someone else and be in their space and then know how to adjust and communicate what you need from them and know how to provide for them. So it all ties into each other at the end of the day, like all this from my pet peeve of, people asking me about covid but come on sermon yeah like it's it's all connected so i just know how to learn how or learn how to be alone happy alone and i think you'll be you'll be all right you'll be able to understand people who can stay in the house for long periods of time (laughs) like a true introvert well it's like what you were saying at the beginning you know it's important to scrutinize your choices scrutinize your choices yes Mm. what about you camille well danielle you might have heard that on uh january no no on december 31st 2021 the icon legend uh betty white vacated the planet and this is not my pet peeve isn't even it's not about betty it's not about passing personally i and it's not it's not even about people mourning it if people if you were sad by betty's passing then uh, like that's a very natural reaction mm-hmm. i did tweet that day saying that i have a hard time feeling sad when someone makes it to an age like 99 and passes and it's not that i want them to be gone it's just you lived a full life like i don't know what you missed out on nothing um, so rock it out good for you like work congratulations on making it farther than a whole lot of motherfuckers in this life mm-hmm. my petty peeve is to all of the people that both got betty white trending on at least a weekly basis for months years moons and then went on to like not know what to do with themselves when betty passed like uh, listen y'all uh, be sad but don't be surprised don't be surprised she's 90 she was 99 yeah that's near the end of life for pretty much anyone who is 99 yeah <clears throat> you and lived. 
you know it's and I really just had to be off Twitter because I just want I just wanted to make jokes because I always saw Betty White as a light a positive a funny person and it seemed like the like I, I do not think that she willed her passing but it is funny to think that Betty saw all these people in the world playing with her name and playing with her trending on shit and mm-hmm. having so much stake in her making it another 18 days. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know what? That phone is ringing. Let me go ahead and answer this. <laughs> you know, and I just think it I, it's it's more ironic than anything. So it's just a weird little like comedic moment from the universe. Uh as far as I'm concerned. Um, and I think, you know, Betty White did it. She went out hilariously because I'm sure that she is in her afterlife just kikiing, laughing, knowing that <clears throat> knowing that anyone who is said, you're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. Um, mm-hmm. But we need, to, we need to stop. Let's live our lives <laughs> and stop putting so much focus on hoping somebody else doesn't do what naturally happens. Yeah. I, I never loved those little jokes on Twitter or those memes that would be made up saying like breaking news with Betty's picture and <laughs> thinking they killing her off. And then, yeah, she's out here like, well, okay, I'm, I'm going to go now. So yes, eat shit y'all. <laughs> like, please like should be trending and you go to click on it. And the entirety of the posts are just people being like, Oh, I thought someone died. I saw this person trending. I thought they died. Mm-hmm. And it's like, happening all the time. And it's just so boring. It's weird. Like, like yeah. no, just do. We could do anything else. <laughs> we could really do anything else with our time. Truly, that's placing bets. It is. Yeah. 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 How many people but are ninety? You want the R.I.P. Betty. Because it's also like, also like she was talented. I don't know if she, if she, I don't know if she came from money, but she was talented. She mm-hmm. uh, was beloved, and she was a white woman. Yeah. Of course, she's gonna make it to ninety nine. <laughs> what you talking about? Of course, most, protect, most protected community. <laughs> but she lived like a wholesome life, you know. Like I would say, she was. She got along with everybody. Um, I read somewhere that she stuck up for black people on one of those shows back in the day. Can't confirm yes. the source, but if that's true, that's dope. You know, she she's did. one of the ally white people. <laughs> she's a good one. She yeah. is. She's a Hannah, not a Becky. <laughs> a Hannah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Amanda Seals. <laughs> is that what she calls them hannah's yeah the good, she calls the good uh, there's white women karen's and women who happen yes. to be white hannah's <laughs> that's so okay i like that purchase it <laughs> yes that sounds like something i want to say i've heard that on our podcast so that makes sense yes so Betty, yeah a true delight she's she wow she really extended across decades and generations of tv yes. movies in all Genres. things entertainment yeah so and i love that she has a star she's been had a star so you know she's sealed into the hollywood walk walk of fame 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've been rewatching some flowers. old Golden Girls episodes, and some of the lines are like so interesting but cryptic. Like they were mm. they were they were talking about one that had to do with death and just how much they support each other um, and how they always be there for each other. And Betty said, "Well, what happens when there's only one of us left?" Mm. And she was the last one left, and I was like, "Ooh, bitch, chills, haunting." Chills, listen. Mm-hmm. I think her through. first line, like on season one, episode one, it had it had something to do with death, like her very first line, and I was like, "Wild." Damn, that is pretty crazy. But that just goes to show, like, I do feel like at a certain age, especially up in the nineties, you know when you're ready. Or you Girl. really make that decision. Like, you know what? This right here, I'm sure she saw enough. This pandemic is enough to for me to be like, I'm going to pull the plug. I think Thank I'm you. done here. And she did y'all a courtesy of, for, uh, of doing that shit in 2021. So you so you, yeah. you need to find some other reason to say that your 2022 is ruined. So, some other shit got to yeah. happen to ruin that. But it ain't going to be Betty. You right. ain't going to be slandering her name saying that she ruined your year by dying. Right before New Year's, she probably reflected, wrote in her journal. She's like, you know what? This is enough. I know it's not my birthday. I'm not 100, mm-hmm. but I'm mentally like ready. <laughs> we don't, we don't have to do this no more. Yeah, I do so. wonder like what it was like. Would did she go in her? Because they didn't really release anything. I don't think she was like sick or anything like that. I, but I'm like, did she go in her sleep? I like, read what, natural how causes. See, yeah. So which yeah. again. 99 99 (laughs) like start shutting down yeah Uh, my great granddad passed when he was 105 Mm. and i remember we all kind of knew this was like the last year the last year of his life we kind of all felt it at the same time because it was like he was ready like he was like everything was basically shutting down on him he's just like let me go just let me go was (laughs) there something about 105 or was it sort of like you guys had just been preparing for years i think i think we it it, it was already prepared as far as like anything afterlife or after the burial process and everything everything was already set up from jump Mm -hmm. and that was his doing and everything else was basically just him just rocking it out because like even at his 100th birthday you can just tell he was slowing down and his health was slowing down. Everything was basically breaking down. He needed a catheter and just all these other aids just to maneuver. And he was just tired. Like he was always grumpy and just in a bad mood until like certain relatives came around. Like me, I was like the golden relative. Everyone loved me. (laughs) Still does. But (laughs) yeah, I'm the gift. But you know, just talking to him, he's just like, well, I can't see anymore. Um, someone Damn. has to feed me I, I have a catheter like he just listed all these problems and i'm like miserable i understand and i'm pretty sure like i wasn't there when he did pass but it was very much like we all understood it was sad but it was just like 105 bro i don't know if i want to live that long That's like, I, don't, long. I don't care to live that long for real if i do cool but if i'm miserable pull my plug just pull. <laughs> like, i don't want to be here miserable so because where's the enjoyment let me get to the other side let me see what's over there let me see what's happening there could be a good party i'm missing 
on the other side (laughs) like the jury is out on what goes down in the post so like in this moment i'm like you know i i don't want it to happen soon but i'm like whatever happens go motherfucking happen let's see let's see what's good or let's not who knows (laughs) right nobody (laughs) really knows what's on the other side of that fence so but we know what's on the other side of Bad segue. I was trying to segue <laughs> at the end of the episode. Um, I was suspense. I was like, um, what? Where are we going? <laughs> I saw an image in my brain and you know, as I approached it, I realized it was not an image at all. It just it wasn't it wasn't finished. It wasn't done That's rendering. Okay. But yeah, I think this'll wrap up our second episode of Abbott Elementary yes yeah y'all really seriously check it out it's a really good show quinta is killing it with the writing so we yes. love her they're also doing some sort of like if you like if you see a school bus that has abbott elementary all over it like in your area it means that teachers in your area are getting free supplies from the team so they're doing some oh, give back to the community shit there i just love it i love i love what abbott elementary is doing TV yeah. doing it and we're here for it. We are here for it, honey. Yes. And that wraps up this episode. Thanks for listening. Bye y'all. Bye. Man. Bye. I want to take a peek. We'll come to the circle free your freak. We hang and sang a bang and bang and making all this mental money. Let's can do it. I know you want to take a peek. We'll come to the circle free your freak. We hang and sang and bang and bang and making all this. Mental money, right?